Well, welcome back to another episode of Music Club FM. This week we're going straight into new music from the 1975. We know my opinions on this album. If you've been following this, then you know my opinions on where they've been out the last couple of years. But this record here is absolutely the summer anthem. This is 2020 in music. This is the incredible, if you're too shy, let me know, by the 1975. That record there is just brilliant. It's just brilliant. It literally is their best record that they've released on this album so far. I'm a big fan of People. I'm a big fan of big fan of Fragile State of Mind. Did not like the other two, three records that they put out, but this record, this is a 1975 record. I can't wait to see this live the next time I get to see them. This week we're gonna be talking about albums that are coming out in May. There are nine albums coming out. This one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight albums that are due to come out this month that uh, are of interest. We're going to be playing six records from those eight. First one there, obviously, finally, after months and months and months of delay, we are finally getting the Notes on a Conditional Form album by the 1975, a year later than it was supposed to come out, I think. And that record is just an, an absolute monster. That comes out on the 22nd of May. I will be listening to that one. I'm sure we'll be playing more music by them over the next couple of weeks. But moving into another band, that I think have been listening to the 1975, especially with this record, is The Killers. Now, Killers released Hot Fuss, what, in 2004, three, something like that. They And it was massive. It was like the biggest record ever. It's a lot of people's favorite album of all time. I saw them headline Reading and Leeds in 2008 on a Saturday alongside Metallica and Rage Against the Machine. It was a monster of a year that year. Uh, they've just gone on from strength to strength. Last year, they headlined Glastonbury for the first, first time, I think, and are about to release a new album and the two records that I've heard from it so far are really really great but the record we're playing today definitely to me sounds like they've been listening to Matt Healy and the rest of the boys this one is fire in bone it has that wonderful 80s kind of reference I think the Brandon Flowers does that justice he kind of has a bit of a throwback to, to the 80s especially with um, you know he definitely there's definitely a Bruce an 80s Bruce Springsteen influence with their music but this one works well and it's a fun new direction for them so I had to follow up if you're too shy with this. This is Fire in Bone by The Killers. Following on from The Killers, I want to go into some fresh music, actually, some, some music that I've just kind of come across recently. The first record that we want to talk about is by an article Zuzu, who we did a WTF video for last year. She is a singer-songwriter from Liverpool. This record, though, is just brilliant. I've just listened to it so much this week, and as soon as I heard it, knew that it needed to go into this show. Skin and Bones is the name of the single. She has released recently released an EP called How It Feels. That one came out, when did it come out? Which came out on the 3rd of April. Just, uh, she's a really cool artist. She's a really cool artist. I love that she doesn't hide her accent. That's my favorite thing about it. She's very Liverpudlian. And this record is just absolutely brilliant. I've just listened to it loads and loads and loads. So, without further ado, this is Skin and Bones by Zuzu. Another artist that is on their way back, and I assume releasing a new album at some point uh, shortly, 
is Daywave. Jackson Phillips, that's the one from Oakland, California. Daywave, they released that album a couple of years back. I went and saw them play at the garage in Islington two years ago, I think three years ago. They're an amazing band, amazing band. They play really, really cool music, really, really interesting stuff. Very relaxed and has this wonderful kind of driving beat with a drum machine. It's simple, it's like a, good, a drum machine and a guitar. Really, really cool. This record came on my new music playlist this week and I was like, brilliant. I'll have some of that, so hence why it's in this week's mix. This is The Incredible Potions by Daywave. Right, I'm going to get into some festival news now. We have just recently received some new news about two big festivals in the, in the UK. The first being from the team at Blue Dot. They've released a message. I don't think I'm going to read the entirety of this press release because it's pretty big, but we'll go until it's boring. It is with incredibly heavy hearts that we've announced the postponement of Blue Dot from the 22nd to 25th of July, 2021. We're happy to confirm that all three level stage headliners, Bjork, Groove Armada and Metronomy, will join us in these new dates. And we're working to transfer as many of the 2020 artists and speakers to Blue Dot 2021 as possible. But the thing that I'm taking away from this Number one, they already postponed uh, Blue Doctor much later on in the year. They've put it back to, they were putting it back to, I think, the 21st of July. This now taking place a year later than that. But the interesting part is that they're, they're confirming that those headliners are going to go ahead. So Bjork, Groove, Armada, and Metronomy. That's exciting. Getting rid of Metronomy. It's literally like, Georgia Bank is like the other side of that hill from where I am now. Um... So if I'm still here, then Metronomy? I think so. That joins the long list of, of festivals that have been cancelled so far. Uh, and that was that one obviously going into July. Previously, we were looking quite in depth at May, June. July, obviously, is now a big one. Another festival that joins those ranks is uh, Scotland's biggest festival, which is Transmit. Probably Reading and Leeds' biggest kind of uh, closest competitor in the UK. They've put out a statement saying, we're absolutely gutted to announce that due to the comments made by the First Minister of Scotland during the daily briefing on the 23rd of April, Transmit will be unable to go ahead as planned in July 2020. We do not want to take this step, but it's unavoidable. The health and safety of our fans, artists, staff and community will be our top priority. We're working hard with all the artists' teams to try to get the 2021 lineup as close to this year's as we can and it will be able to update this fully over the next two weeks. I'd like to thank the artist teams and their hard work in helping us try and achieve this. This 2021 lineup announcement will be made soon and you'll be able to... Okay, so that's more interesting because what they're saying is that they are moving the festival, they're trying to keep the same names, but they're going to announce it soon. Interesting. Perhaps this channel should do WTF videos for Transmit next year and I could just spend like 18 months doing them rather than rushing them like I did last year. But they've confirmed that it will take place the 9th to 11th of July 2021. So that's two major festivals in the UK that's taking place in July that have now been cancelled. I put this video out this week about how there's a chance that Reading and Leeds might still go ahead because it's right at the end of festival season. I'm currently thinking there's a, I'm sitting at like a 9 out of 10 that it's not. There's a 1 out of 10 chance that it will go ahead. Probably less than that. And I'm coming to just kind of accept that now. It's sad because obviously this channel is built on kind of that festival. And obviously this year, the plans going into this year was to cover loads of it. And that's not going to happen. And that's really sad. Fortunately, music we can talk about regardless of... <laughs> coronavirus so so in terms of festivals that are still currently going ahead in July we have wireless which someone made a very valid comment that until that's cancelled by our government um, they won't get their insurance so that's my understanding uh, the following weekend we've got transmit NASA has been postponed 
Field Day has yet to be cancelled, Latitude has yet to be cancelled, Blue Dot has been cancelled. Still got Kendall Calling, Wilderness Truck, Boardmasters, Boomtown, Reading Leeds, Creamfields, SW4 and Love Saves the Day to still hear from. One would assume those are on their way out. Within the coming days, I would assume that we'll hear some news about that. However, in the kind of wake of all of this, there's been some really interesting festival news. So first things first, Travis Scott, by the way, has taken to Fortnite to release his new single, which as a headline is the wackiest fucking thing I've ever heard in my entire life. However, I've seen the videos, I've just downloaded Fortnite so I can go check it out after this, but I've seen the videos and I think that's pretty cool. I've been talking about the idea of like, virtual, uh, our society becoming more obsessed with kind of virtual spaces. We've been doing this, practicing this for the last like 10, 15, 20 years since we've had chat rooms and instant messenger, so on and so forth. It's not a new concept. So moving the kind of like releases into something where you can have a new world is kind of cool. I, I kind of like that. I tried to join Block by Block West last night, which was the festival that was planned to be had on a Minecraft server. But I think there were like three and a half thousand spaces on the server and there was definitely a lot more than three and a half thousand people trying to get on. So I think it's fair to say that that's, um, they, they need some more space there. They're currently rescheduling that's the 16th of, of May, which I fully intend on, on trying to trying to go and check that one out because I think that'd be, that'd be really fun. And Dork Magazine has announced that they're putting on their own festival called Homeschool that 8th to the 10th of May. Artists include like Alfie Templeman, Apre, Bad Sounds, Blocks, Cave Town, and a whole heap of artists that I've never heard of. So that's uh, gonna be a series of music that's gonna be played across that weekend, put together by Dork Magazine, uh, in, in hope to raise money for NHS charities. I think this is cool. This is where we're really thinking outside the box as, as people. I really love this. I, I really, really like that. In terms of real festivals, Slam Dunk Festival, which um, moved themselves to September, have just signed Alkaline Trio and the Use to Play. That's cool. I would be tempted to go to that. Is that in Leeds, Slam Dunk? Yeah. It is. 5th of September, Hatfield House, including headliners Don Brocco and Sum 41. So, uh, yeah, always a, a, a bit of a fun day out of Slam Dunk, but that's currently still going ahead and they've added new artists to it, which is interesting when it comes to festival news. That concludes this week's festival news section. Um, tune in more next week for any updates that happen over the next seven days. But now we're going to go back to some music. The next artist that we're going to talk about, oops, I'm in the next morning, hence why I like my hair's dodgy or I sound a bit different. It's the next morning. Recording this takes multiple days sometimes. Um, the next artist that we're going to talk about is a new band for me, a new record. I've seen this band crop up on kind of different festival posters internationally. Like, I think they're playing Governor's Ball, maybe Coachella as well. I can't remember. They're playing, oh, we're due to anyway. I don't think any of those are going ahead. But the band is called Tropical Fuckstorm, which is just one of the best titles ever. This is a Picking it up a little bit compared to the last record, that's for sure. We're going a little bit louder earlier on. You just save this a bit later on for the show, but I thought, cool, let's keep the fresh tracks together. This record is their latest single. It's called This Perfect Day, and it features Australian band Amel and the Sniffers, who last year had that amazing record, Monsoon Rock. I think they're from Melbourne. Amel and the Sniffers. This record works really well. Two loud bands collaborating to make something louder. Absolutely something that, that I love and is something that is uh, that excites me a lot at the moment. So without further ado, this is This Perfect Day featuring Amel and the Sniffers by Tropical Fuckstorm. Switching it up a bit now. I think if you follow this channel and you follow what I listen to, 
you would be pretty safe to say, especially over the last year, that I'm kind of a bit biased towards guitar based music. I love that stuff. I really do, especially when it's raw and good. And it's something that I know a lot about, but actually different segments in my life, I've been really into other genres a lot more than I have been guitar music. I've only kind of recently rediscovered it. When I was in my kind of early 20s, I was massive, massive into dance music. Uh, I was DJing a lot. And prior to that, I've always been a big hip hop fan. Hip hop moves in cycles. There's times when it's really exciting. So in like the turn of the millennium, when you had Eminem and Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and Jay-Z all making wonderful, wonderful music. It was so exciting. Towards the end of the noughties, you had the rise of people like Kanye West. And I think in the last few years, especially in American hip hop, it's been a bit samey and a bit boring. There has been a couple of exceptions that I've just absolutely loved, but as a majority, I've found a lot of hip hop pretty dull. But there are a couple of people that break through, and this is one of those guys. This guy's called Mick Jenkins. I came across him a couple of years ago. I'm credit where credit's due. I think Zane Lowe was playing him on his show probably in 2016. And he's cropped up in my new music playlist a couple of times over the last few months. And, and he's recently collaborated with Koji Radical, a record that we might play on next week's show. We'll see. An artist that I also absolutely love. But this one is in collaboration with the wonderful Kate Trinada, an artist that I have been obsessed with since the first time I heard him. I think 2013 I was playing his music out because uh, he wasn't a hip hop producer at that point. He was just someone who was making electronic music and with the night that I was running Black Canvas, his sound fit into it perfectly. So I was playing a lot of Kate Trinada. Uh, he then went on to release his debut album 99.9% in 2016, I think it was. And then last year released his second album, Bubba, which fortunately he released it in the cutoff for album of the year, so it's going to be in this year's album of the year category. And it's an amazing art record, you should go check that out. It's just such a cool album. You feel cool listening to it. It's one of them. Anyway, the collaboration of these two together, especially when you hear this guy's lyrics, Mick Jenkins has this amazing ability to deliver vocals in a really kind of aggressive way that reminds me of people like Schoolboy Q or uh, you know actually if you were gonna it harbors back to kind of a bit of um, a bit of a DMX influence if, if in, in that kind of fashion maybe not as over the top as DMX but certainly there's that kind of rough and, and raw aggression to his music that's very punk in my opinion and uh, yeah this record in particular the marriage of, of these two things is absolutely brilliant. This is Front Street Freestyle by Mick Jenkins. Put me on Front Street. We done did enough sneaking through the back door. We done do enough rolls concrete. Next, we're moving into the WTF radio segment of the show, the part where we look to go over some of the smaller acts playing across some of the smaller stages across uh, Reading and Leeds, if, if it goes ahead, of course. But currently, we, it still is, so we're going to continue WTF radio for the time being. Currently looking at uh, an artist called Ms. Banks, who's playing on the One Extra stage. She has been releasing music since about 2015, I think. Her first mixtape, Once Upon a Grind, in 2014. Then she released uh, the EP New Chapters in 2016 and then Coldest Winter Part 1 in 2018. Last year followed that with Coldest Winter Ever Part 2. Dyra OG is her name. She's from South East London. This record here, woof. First of all, she's collaborating on a Clips record. Now Clips, you may better know Clips. He's been making music for a long, long time. Since I was a wee lad, like 2003 I reckon he's been making music. 
sense. Uh, he started off making real jump up drum and bass, real jump up drum and bass. Slippery Slopes was the first clips record I, I ever came across. That's a fucking belt of that. But you may better know him as Red Light, who's been making music for the last kind of 10 years. Amazing house music, really just tearing up British clubs and having just amazing, amazing records. Lost in Your Love was a, was a, was a biggie for me when I was at uni. This lineup's ridiculous. Miss Dynamite. Now, Miss Dynamite is just OG. We talk about Wiley and Skepta like they're the, the, the OGs of UK hip hop and grime and, and, and whatnot. Miss Dynamite has a lot to say and she is just one of the OGs. Really is. Incredible artist. Really, really incredible. Really versatile. Did a kind of a little pop thing and it was doing really well and then just went nah. And she just keeps it real, real raw. I love everything that she's on these days. It's brilliant. And the other artist that features on this is the incredible JK from Birmingham. Talk about JK last year when we did the H video. He is someone who really doesn't hide his accent and I really love that. We talked about that with Zuzu earlier. I respect that a lot. Just a real star-studded lineup here. So Clips, JK, Ms. Dynamite, and Ms. Banks. This is just an ode to old school jungle and UK culture, like UK music culture. I absolutely love it. This is again by Clips featuring Ms. Dynamite, JK, and the incredible Ms. Banks. Hey yo, they ain't never better than me. You ain't never met a real killer MC. Bit of drum and bass for you on a Monday morning. That's what everyone needs, right? Next, we're moving into the we're moving into the dance stage. We're looking at a DJ called Hannah Wants. She's been around for many a moon. Actually, really, this sh she should have her own video. This, in my opinion, I'll probably if if Reading goes ahead, I'll probably upgrade this. But I thought we'll play we'll play rhymes today. She played Reading and Leeds a few times. Absolute don of the of of the kind of UK house scene. Plays a lot of techno, garage, speed garage, electro bass. All sorts. Hannah Alicia Smith is her real name. She's from Birmingham. Collaborated many times with Chris Lorenzo, one half of Anti Up, who we covered last year on the on WTF Series One. Just a really cool artist. This one, this record here, is from 2014. It's by no means her newest release, but is probably her biggest record. Of course, it samples the incredible Daft Punk and was just a, a, a record that destroyed dance floors six years ago in 2014. Six years ago, that's disgraceful, isn't it? Anyway, enjoy this. This is Rhymes by Hannah Once. Touch it, bring it, babe. Watch it, turn it, leave it. Stop formatting. Touch it, bring it, babe. Watch it, turn it, leave it. Back to some guitar music now. We're heading over to the Festival Public Stage to look at a band called The Hara, who have recently released a new EP. Josh, Zach, and Jack are the three members that make up Heart the Hara. They are from Manchester, genre-wise described as alternative rock and pop. My opinion, alternative and pop are like polar opposites. I don't know if that's just me. They remind me a lot of bands like Pele Royale, that kind of poppy sound. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's, I mean, I'm not gonna say it's for me, because it's not, but they're very, very, very poppy in their approach. And you know, they're clearly saying it by saying that they describe themselves as pop. Their press release claims that they're influenced by people like Bring You The Horizon, Royal Blood, Arctic Monkeys, 1975, Panic at Disco, Low in Atlantis, The Hunter, Nothing But Thieves, Muse, 21 Pilots, and Youngblood. So kind of the biggest artists in that, in that kind of alternative scene. At the moment, slash pop scene, it's for guitar bands, they clearly want to be held among them. Hey, if you enjoy it and you like making music, then go for it. Shoot for the stars. This record here is taken from the latest EP. It's called Be Somebody, and the band is The Hara. And last, but by certainly no least, we're talking about a band 
called Narrow Head, who are playing at the pit on the Saturday at Reading Sunday Leeds. Jacob, Carlson, William and Ryan are from Houston, Texas. The genre was described as heavy alternative rock with a shoegazing influence. Shoegazing keeps uh, appearing on this channel. I never heard of it as a genre until about six weeks ago. Now it's everywhere. They released their debut album Satisfaction in 2016, followed up the single Bulma, Bulma in 2018, and in September 2019 released the Coursing Through single, which features today's record Ash Anywhere. They're a cool band. This record here, I've, um, I've had it kind of on rotation, and that reminds me of, there's a couple of records was that a band called Cheat? Was it Cheaters? Quite grungy, airy shoegazer, I guess, is the perfect way to describe it. Yeah, Swan. The Swan by Cheaters. Mountain Park. That's a great EP. Yeah, man, that was a great EP. I'm going to go back and listen to that today. Cheaters, Sans EP. Anyway, that, 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 that's who they remind me of a lot. A band like that, that kind of grungy, guitar-y, not put, putting the music at the forefront rather than the vocals. I, I like that a lot. Yeah, the more I listen to it, the more I enjoy it. band that I would potentially go and check out. This is Narrow Head and the record Ash Anywhere. Well, that wraps up WTF Radio for this week. Those are four new artists. Ms. Banks, Hannah Wants, The Hara, and, or The Hara, and Narrow Head. If you would like me to cover any of those videos in an extensive WTF video, then please let me know in the comment section below. We have four more records left to play on this show today. They are all albums that are coming out later this month, in May. Sorry, next month. So, so far, we have looked at the 1975 and the Killers. We're moving next on to Weezer, an act that are just been around forever, as far as I'm concerned. They've, this will be their fourth, sorry, fourth? <laughs> 14th album, Van Weezer, due out on the 15th of May. I mean, it looks to me like Weezer are a band that just kind of like to take the a bit and have a bit of a laugh. I don't think this is any exception, really, if I'm honest with you. This seems to me like they've decided they want to make a hair metal album, and so they've gone and made a hair metal album. Last year, of course, they, um, they covered Toto's Africa, and then Toto covered Hashpipe. Or was it Buddy Holly? I think it was Hashpipe which is hilarious, love that. Yeah, this record just sounds like an 80s hair metal record and I think it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, if you're a fan of Weezer, if you fancy a bit of a laugh by some people who can really play instruments quite well, if you wanna listen to a record where people aren't really taking themselves too seriously but are very good at what they do, go and check out Weezer, they're hilarious. This record, The End of the Game, it's just a, it sounds like it could be written by like Guns N' Roses or someone like that of that era. It's hilarious. If you fancy a bit of nostalgia and a bit of a laugh, check out this album on the 15th of May, Van Weezer by Weezer. This is the end of the game. The next record that I want to talk about is the return of an artist that I haven't seen in a long time. When was the last time we saw Jack Carrot? Like 16? No, I reckon it was before then. Could have been 2016. Anyway, he released his debut album and I really liked it. It was a wonderful blend of people that are singer-songwriters, but really good producers as well. And Jack Garrett is certainly falls into that category. He is a singer-songwriter. I think if he just had a guitar, he would sound like every other singer-songwriter. But he knows how to use a synthesizer. He likes drum programming. He can make really good electronic music as well. And so what you have is this kind of guy that pushes the boundaries of what kind of pop and electronic music sounds like. He's back with a new album on May the 29th. He's released five singles from this album so far with music videos. He performs amazing live. He's got lots of energy. This record we're playing today is very Jack Garrett, 
but it's also good to have him back. I'm excited for the rest of the album. I'm not 100% on all of the records he's put out, but I have to say, this record for me is just a really, really cool song. This is Time by Jack Garrett. Right, let's do some shout outs. Uh, this week, God, you guys have been touching. I absolutely love it. Please don't hesitate to do this in the future if you want a shout out. Uh, starting off on Instagram, thank you so much for uh, people who sent me private messages. Chris on Instagram, same as Archie, Hamish, Luke Thomas, Jamie, Dan God, Whitlock, Ian Paul, and Voteball Hawk Magazine. Really appreciate getting in touch, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, if I haven't replied to you yet, I promise, I promise I will. And thank you so much to CD Williams and Tom Kirby for sharing the music club in their story. I've really Really appreciate that. Aaron R Ringsfold on Twitter. Love the idea that you want me to go out for the BBC or Apple Music. And yeah, Triple J, Byron Bay Beachside Studio, as I've said on Twitter, would be great. Tom Mish liked my tweet, by the way. I appreciate that, Tom Mish. Thank you so much. I really just appreciate this, guys. Anyone that is sharing this on their on their on their social media, so really, honestly, if it reads out to more people, then that's absolutely brilliant. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Keep those recommendations coming. It's been too many for me to go through at once, so I'm going to go through those this week and potentially play some next week. But thank you so much for all of your all of your comments and uh, shout-outs to you guys. And an album that's due to come out on May the eighth. May the 8th. Wow, that's not too far away, is it? We've got, we've got two albums coming out on May the 8th. We have The Naked and Famous and their album Recover. Haven't seen them for a while. Was going to put a song on there. I have to say, out of everything I've heard so far, I've not been the biggest fan. An album that is coming out on May the 8th that I am excited for is the debut album from Hayley Williams, the solo first solo project she's put out. She's the lead singer of, of course, of Paramore. Her debut album, Petals for Armour, is coming out then in on May the 8th. This record we're playing today is the first I've heard from it. I did listen to loads of her stuff the other day. And what a difference she's making. She... This, this sounds like it's going to be like a Radiohead record. It doesn't sound like it's going to be that kind of commercially pop-punk emo band that was so famous for so long. This sounds dark, it sounds scary, it sounds left of the field. I'm really excited for this album. I think she's an incredible artist and this sounds like so far removed from Paramore. I guess it has some of the kind of haunting sounds that they brought, but it's really, really stepping that game up. So, very potentially could be one of the albums of the year. So, very, very excited for that. May the 8th, so next Friday, we see the debut album from, we see the debut album from Hayley Williams, Petals for Armour. This record we're playing today is just brilliant. It's incredible. Simmer. The other record that's coming out that I wanted to talk about, I'm not going to play a record from it, but I just want to talk about it, is uh, Thomas Wesley, aka Diplo, is putting out a country record called Snake Oil. Comes out on May the 29th. I don't think it's going to be one that I'm going to be particularly excited to check out, but I will listen to it once just to see what it's like. He's put out a record with the Jones Brothers. He's a, a guy that never stops Diplo, and I think what's happened in country music, Lil Nas X last year took commercial hip-hop and put it into the country chart and I think everyone else has just realised how big the country chart is in America finally country and western is like pop number two it's just colossal it's colossal it is a, a titan and most of the time we don't talk about it because people don't really leave that genre Taylor Swift left country to make pop music but most people make country and stay making country music and it is just so followed 
is just vast. I think what you'll start to see now, and we're already starting to see that, but I was having a conversation with someone could tell in last year what you'll start to see, and what we are now seeing, is American pop music trying to capitalise on that country market. And we're seeing that with Gaga, less so with her latest stuff, but we saw that with her last album. We're seeing that with Bieber. I would imagine Miley Cyrus will return to that. Those kind of massive pop stars, I feel, will try and tackle that country bandwagon. I just saw Gary Vee talk about it the other day with Jesse Reyes, like, you've got to f*** with it, and then just go and collaborate with, with a country star, and there's a whole new audience that you'll bring, bring, bridge into. I think we'll see a lot more of that. This, for me, is exactly what that is. I think Diplo is someone that's always worked with people that interest him, and I think he's just gone, right, I'm going to make a country record. He wants some of that country money. That comes out on May 29th. Go and check that one out. Odd. Old. didn't fit into this playlist so it's not here. However, we are finishing today off with an artist that I have been a fan of for a long time, Moses Sumney. I was watching Westworld the other day. Uh, I don't know if you watch Westworld. It's a very, very, very good show, very complicated. And what they do on Westworld is that they take popular songs and they give it like a twist. So in the first series, which was all based in the Wild West, they did like Wild West versions of famous records. And then last year when they went to Shogun World, they did like Paint It Black by the Rolling Stones, but on a Japanese koto, it was really, really cool. This year they are in like Modern World, spoiler alert by the way, they're in like the real world and they're playing like Hans Zimmer style cinematic music. And uh, they were playing this record and I was like, I recognize that a lot. And it turned out to be Moses Sumney, who we're gonna talk about now. Moses Sumney is an artist that I am, I think he's, he's incredible. He's really, really versatile makes kind of genreless music. Soul, maybe you would call it. Gospel-ish. He's releasing his two-part album this year. Part one's already out. I didn't realise, but part two comes out on the 15th of May. It's called Grey or Gru? Gra. Gra. There we go. This record we're playing today is the only part taken from part two. It's also a wonderful record. A really, really, really good way to send out the show this week. Just a really relax oh, don't know he's so evocative and emotive in, in his delivery just an artist that i think is just uh, just so underrated and i'm really excited to check out the rest of this album it's it's certainly follows on nicely from simmer by hayley williams if you're into that kind of thing then i think this might be for you thank you so much for listening again this week next week i think we're gonna do just a new music only unless something big happens during the week. But I think we're just gonna make a playlist of just like new bands that no one's ever heard of and new rappers and, and like stuff, people that haven't got an album out. We've got a really interesting interview from uh, with Paul from Salo Pillow. I managed to catch up with him. That all comes next week as normal. If you wanna get in touch, if you wanna shout out, then please don't hesitate to send me a message on Instagram or Twitter or put a YouTube comment down, any of that kind of stuff. Please don't hesitate to get in touch. But for now, this is Me In 20 Years by Moses Sumney.